Yes. I would like to start off this 279th episode of the podcast by eulogizing someone. Eulogizing someone. Okay. Not something we normally do, but I believe that this person's death is an important one. I fully believe that this man's death should stand as a lesson about politics. So, the man's name, I did not know this man, but I know a lot about this man. This man's name was Donald P. Tice. White guy, lots of tattoos, lots of cowboy hats in his closet. He was born and raised in Alaska. As far as I can tell, he was born and raised in the city of North Pole, Alaska, which is apparently a place. Population 2,100, small place. He worked at Alaskan Legacy Construction, LLC. He had a son and a daughter. He was a tall, big, meaty guy that seemed to be, for all intents and purposes, a well-liked guy. His Facebook page is relatively open. There's a lot of personal stuff that I can't see because uh, of uh, some things are, are, are open to the public and some things are not. But um, his Facebook page is relatively open. A number of personal posts hidden to non-friends, but a lot of his memes are public for people to see. Donald P. Tice was a far right wing guy. Yes. Super far. So far, there's pro-Trump memes. There's pro-Kyle Rittenhouse memes. You know that the right has lost their way when they're celebrating a literal murderer. Yes. You know? And a non-surprising number of memes that have been fact-checked as untrue. One fun thing about going through Donald P. Tice's Facebook page is that a lot of it has been fact-checked. And that's fun to see. I can't believe that the left would do this. And then below that, you know, it's like scrolling through uh, Donald Trump's Twitter page. Just so much of it is like hidden or fact-checked. And it's nice to know that that's happening. There's also a lot of uh, racist content, which is not surprising coming from a Trump supporter. This is 20. In fact, most of his photo in most of his photos, Donald P. Tice wore long sleeves. But in one very popular photo of his, he is showing off a very gaudy Trump tattoo on his hand and arm. And apparently he forgot to crop it properly because you can clearly see a Nazi Iron Cross tattoo. Okay. On his usually covered left arm, so uh, very right wing, very right wing. The kind of white man, the kind of straight white male who has probably never read a comic book, but definitely owns about six different Punisher shirts. Yes. You know, you know, I remember when if you wore a Punisher shirt, that meant that you were nerdy and into comic books, not that you have a gun and could kill somebody. Yes. There's a big cultural shift there, but anyway. Uh-huh. Don, what I'm saying is Donald P. Tice is the type of white male that definitely owned a, a, a couple of guns and a Harley Davidson that he probably treated better than his girlfriend. Probably, yes. Yeah. 
Remember, white understand the type. Yeah. Remember when motorcycles meant that you were a badass counterculture rebel? Yeah. Remember that? Remember you saw a man in a motorcycle? Oh, man. He dodged the draft. And now he travels across America with just the clothes on his back, getting into fights. And now you see a motorcycle and it's like, oh, that's a six-year-old man with disposable income who's probably yeah. on his way to Cracker Barrel. Okay. Like, like now I see motorcycles as white privilege. It's really interesting to think of the way I thought of motorcycles in like the 80s and the way I think of motorcycles now, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting to me. That's just a little and, and bikers and, and just bikers in general, you know, like bikers started off with a real shit represent rep, rep, reputation. Yeah. With the Hells Angels and Hunter S. Thompson didn't help with that situation. He portrayed the Hells Angels as a very violent group. A violent yeah. anarchistic group. Then we kind of got into Honda motorcycles, and Honda motorcycles started a whole ad campaign so that people would buy their motorcycles and they wanted to separate themselves from the Harley driving bikers. Yeah. So they started a campaign like late 60s early 70s maybe yeah. you meet the nicest people on a Honda and it would show ordinary people pulling up oh, at a gas station or, or anything like this and meet another person on a Honda and they were just absolutely nice and wonderful to each other completely totally non-threatening yeah. And then bikers started picking up more and more that representation where we're like, no, we're not violent. We are just motorcycle enthusiasts. Yeah. You know? Um, and we believe very much in freedom or, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we really started looking at bikers as a group in a much better light. Than we had previously. Yeah. And Trump has blown that all straight to shit. No, yes, they're right wing Nazi biker yes. freaks. Yeah. Just like any other right winger. Yeah. You yeah, know, and so if there are biker gangs out there, oh, you got the awesome sun coming through the window again. They do. If if there are non Nazi Nazi bikers. Please fucking speak up. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't want to have to have anything against bikers. There there was a time where I thought bikers were just cool. Yeah. Now you it's know? like, oh you have disposable in income. Now I see motorcyclists and it's like, okay, you're fifty or sixty years old, you're a white guy, you're married to a Karen, you voted Trump. Yeah. Um, you own a went and died in Sturgis. Yeah. You definitely have a Harley Davidson in your garage that you treat better than your wife. Yeah. You want to know you want to know how far right uh Donald P Tice was? 
He had a parlor account. He had a parlor account. Oh, yes, parlor. Oh, okay. So Donald P. Tice was a strong Trump supporter, which might make this next part surprising. I fully believe that Donald J. Trump killed Donald P. Tice. Donald, okay. Donald Trump killed Donald Tice. I, I, I'll take that ball and run with it, but, but what is your reasoning, sir? Like most right-wingers, Donald P. Tice was an anti-masker, and as the coronavirus ravaged the globe, Donald P. Tice was on Facebook sharing memes all about how the coronavirus wasn't real. In September, he shared um, a meme. Mommy, why aren't we wearing masks? Because bullshit comes in through your ears, honey, not your mouth. On September 8th, he shared the meme, your mama's so ugly the whole world faked a virus just to make her wear a mask. On, yes. August, on August 4th, he wrote, so you want me to wear a mask to protect your health? Do you want me to jog to help you lose weight too? On July 7th, Donald P. Tice wrote on his Facebook page, what we now understand about COVID-19 is that it has been a planned total fraud. On June 28th, he shared an article from The Federalist about how masks are about evil socialists demanding control over people. Uh, Donald, Donald P. Tice was a product of the far-right machine. He drank Donald Trump's Kool-Aid, and due to people like Donald Trump and Breitbart and One American News and Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck and Parler, Donald P. Tice fully believed, was taught to believe, thanks to Donald Trump, that the coronavirus was a big hoax. So I fully believe that people like Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, Rupert Murdoch, Prager University, Breitbart, The Federalist, OAN, and yes, Donald Trump are to blame for Donald P. Tice's death. Donald P. Tice died on November 9th due to complications from what? From the goddamn coronavirus. Oh, God, okay. This is exactly what Alanis Morissette was trying to tell us about. Yeah. Donald P. Tice being a far-right, angry, racist, Trump-supporting anti-masker who believed that the coronavirus was fake only to die of the coronavirus is like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. Like, he's, he's, he's... Here's some advice, okay, people, from someone who had the coronavirus. Wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance, and take the goddamn coronavirus seriously. That's good advice that Donald P. Tice didn't take, and now he's dead. I yeah. spent, like, a day diving into this man's life. And, uh... It... It... It upsets me. Uh, here's... So... There are two posts that perfectly illustrate this story, and I've trying I've been trying to share them everywhere that I can because uh, I think it's important. So here's uh, here's his post from August fifth. He wrote, 
I have a plan. Inject me with the coronavirus. If I die, then all of your paranoid bullshit is legit. If I don't die, then you all are fucking deceived political pawns. Let's go bring it. Alaska as one, America as one. So here he is on uh, November uh, 8th. He posted on Facebook a requiem to all my friends, family, and acquaintances. I love you all passionately. I am in Providence Hospital ICU fighting COVID complications. Each day, my lungs are getting worse. I may be on the ventilator tonight. That pretty much means the end. My body, heart, and all else is healthy. Just my lungs are dying at peace. Just my lungs are dying. At peace, I know where I'm going to when it comes. I do hope y'all know your truth, too. Love everyone. Now, here's the kicker. He ends it with, President Trump, fight the good fight. Break down the left's fraud. Make America great again. Dude, Donald Trump killed you. Yeah. He died knowing that the coronavirus was real and still died his last dying breath supporting Donald Trump, even as he died of the, of the coronavirus, which he insisted was a left-wing host, hoax. Donald P. Tice wrote, Break the Left's Fraud. And, and it, it upsets me so much that like even while he was in a hospital on a ventilator dying he still backed Donald Trump the man whose toxic rhetoric killed him yeah i've been obsessed with Donald P Tice for basically this entire week i i obviously took a deep dive onto the man's facebook page and he he died of a disease that Donald Trump and the right wing media told him was fake and I and I, I I I can only assume that part of the reason why I've been my obsession about Donald P. Tice just comes from the fact that I got the coronavirus. My whole family got the coronavirus, and I I legitimately thought that I would die. Yeah. Or that we would die, or that one of us would die, and I and and I and I think I have more ptsd now because of it yeah like ptsd to the 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 dark what is it the dark world that was the dark world yeah to the dark world and it just upsets me that there are so many donald p tices out there yes you know and it really upsets me the only positive that I can see from from the last four years and especially this election is that now we have a pretty good 47 percent of Americans voted for Donald Trump. And all yes. he's doing this entire time is just gaslighting people. And and like that's a fuckload of people. And that really has to be considered okay you know i mean half of this country has decided to not believe anything whatsoever the other half said while pushing for a fascist state yeah 
That's where we are. The only positive that I can see is that now we know the exact percentage of America who would fall for the Jedi mind trick. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, because Donald Trump is literally out there talking about himself to his followers. Like, Joe Biden must be stopped. His crime family, his his kids are just cashing in on his name. We need to stop Joe Biden. He is sick. He is a predator. He wants to have sex with his daughter. And when I saw him in Home Alone 2, it made me sick. Like, like it's obvious what he's doing, you know? Yeah. It's obvious, but so many people have drank the Kool-Aid, and there are so many Donald P. Tices out there. You yes. Know? Uh-huh. And it's really sad, and I'm trying to let people know about Donald P. Tice. I know that the man is dead, and he wouldn't like this, but like, it's shocking that a far-right winger thought the coronavirus was fake, died of the coronavirus, and died of the coronavirus, still supporting Donald Trump. Like, yeah. So I'm trying to use his life and his death as an example of, like, dude... The coronavirus doesn't care if you don't believe in it. (laughs) You know, it's a disease. It doesn't give a shit whether or not you think it's real. It'll still fucking come for you. It's a goddamn virus. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that is that anything that we have to say, we can literally back up with facts. Yeah. And they don't have facts for anything. It's just Yeah. Believing anything you want to believe. Yeah. You know, I, like really, what do you what needs to happen for you to believe in the coronavirus? Yeah. How many people have to fucking die for you to believe in the coronavirus? Why would anybody lie to you about this? We yeah, don't want you getting sick. It's we really don't want you dying. And they have a problem with that. I don't fucking get it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. But like I I spent I spent probably about a literal 24 hours just diving into the life of Donald P. Tice. Yeah. And it just upset me. Yeah. And I'm trying to use his life as an example to people that like, hey, you can yell and scream at the left all you want about uh, the coronavirus and mask mandates. And like I saw I, I saw some guy on Twitter that said, imagine having such privilege that the worst oppression you've ever felt. Yeah. Is wearing one mask. You know, like, like when I was a kid and I would play with, with the neighbor kids, we would play outside and we'd be, we'd be, uh, you know, on our bicycles and playing with action figures. And then it's like, Hey, let's go into my house. Uh, We we can watch Nickelodeon. Oh, Steve, you're not allowed in my house. Like Mm -hmm. allowed to play with the other kids because I was the only brown kid and everyone else was white and I wouldn't be allowed to play with the white children. But, oh, yes, explain to me about how oppressive it is for you to wear a face mask. 
you fuck. Yeah. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. So I have PCSD now. Post-corona stress disorder. I've termed, I, I've coined that phrase. Yes. And it's difficult. And I think for, it covers it. Yeah. It's difficult for me to have gotten coronavirus and then gotten over it. And then it's like, hey, I got over it. Hey, this is positive. This is, hey, happy times. Let's party. We got over it. And that's great. Let me check Facebook. And then, oh, this person just died of the coronavirus. Oh, look, this person's grandmother just died of the coronavirus. Oh, someone shared an article about the dangers of the coronavirus after you've caught it. And it's just like, like, I feel like I'm almost as scared, if not more scared, now that I've gotten it than before when I was trying to avoid it, you know? What was the term that you said? Post-COVID syndrome. It's an actual thing. And I... Is it an actual thing? Yes. Yes. Dude, I've been forgetting words. I've been losing words all over the place. Uh, I mean, I flighting and I might get high but like I I don't lose words like it like it took me almost an hour and a half um Friday when I was at supervision to remember a word and I just like I couldn't couldn't do it uh, but there's uh, there's a lot of documentation about people having cognitive issues after they have had COVID cognitive issues that they didn't have before it yeah I mean, I mean that's just cognitive there's multiple physical issues and health issues that have come out after you have COVID and get better from it. So like the, people are going to be, li- it's like polio. People are going to be living with this for years to come for the rest of their lives. They're going to have to suffer because they caught this disease because yeah. America sucks because Trump is a fucktard because Missouri is 95% capacity beds filled in their hospitals and they still won't put a fucking mask mandate in place. Like this is the country we live in America. But okay. But, but what, what is, what, what are your insights into the psychology behind this? What is making these people? I mean, they're beyond any kind of reason. What is making people wet? People like Donald P. Tice. Like, like, what's the psychology behind the Trump cult? Basically. What was the psychology behind uh, Adolf Hitler? What? What was the psychology behind that? Why did people fall Adolf Hitler? He was charismatic, right? He he appealed to the people. And, the and, national, yeah, but, and, and he's he's. Donald Trump in this specific case is, please don't touch that, is he appeals to people who are a dying breed, well, maybe not so dying, as divided as our country is, uh, and he riles them up and he he wraps it up in his first uh, amendment right of freedom of speech because right. he's just himself and he's appealing to all those people who say you know we don't need any more politicians we need somebody who's a regular person like us well donald trump is not a regular person but he wants to pretend he's a regular person maybe sure you eat a donald's five nights a week you know talk about two nights so yeah you are appealing to your base but like he's not a normal person and he's also not a politician he's a failed businessman and he has bankrupt bankrupt america but the thing is is that they connect with him on certain things like racism. I mean, 
fucking, what was it? What did you say? 51%, 49% of white women voted for him? How are you going to vote against your best interest? He's good at twisting things. He's good at manipulating people. Yeah. And he's good at making people go against their own best interest. Yeah, but but like there's one big difference between Nazi Germany and now, okay? In Nazi Germany, when you wanted to say some shit, you didn't have the other half of the country fact-checking you. You know what I mean? Like, well, like I mean, yeah. you, you can, you know, they could deny COVID and there weren't a whole bunch of people to tell them, no, that's not true. Okay, but you also have this person that is denying COVID. He started his entire campaign talking about everybody again. Okay, um, Hillary said it best. When he's down in the lurch and he needs to turn shit around, he's good at twisting it. You know, fake news or... Yeah. You know, people are uh, fucking see him losing words. Um, but basically, he's putting himself as that. Please go. I'll, I'll come in the room in just a minute. He's putting himself as the victim, and, and America is his savior. His base is his savior. You have to vote him out. But he's also the savior, the only savior, and he's he's appealing to that far right Christian mentality of. Let's see. Remember, my aunt. My aunt used to call Obama the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she called him the Antichrist, and she said that if he ever won, that you know, it's the coming of the end of the world and blah blah blah. Revelations, yada yada yada. With my crazy religious family, and it didn't happen. But now people are appealing to the whole. He's the savior. He's the one who can fix all this. Fix this means he's going to get all the brown people out of the country, even though the white people stole it from brown people in the first place. Uh-huh. And, you know, keep white people in power and keep the poor poor and keep uh-huh. locking up black people for minor drug offenses. You know, like, yeah. I know what the fucking psychology is. I don't understand because I'm a very logical and rational person. But if you have the person telling you this is all fake news, everybody's against me. These are all lies. You watch. If this happens, this is why. And they're believing it because they yeah. want because they want his America. And so no matter if you come at them with facts or not, they're going to say that's fake news. You come at them with science, they're going to be like, oh, I don't know if that's true. Oh, okay. Well, you might not believe the science, but the science believes you. Okay. Believes in you. And yeah. you're going to catch because COVID's going to fucking come for you no matter what. Yep. And these people, they just, he is their embodiment of their America. And, and sooner or later, you know, so, so, you know, go ahead, get rid of all the brown people, go ahead and get rid of all the Jews, get, get rid of all the liberals and progressives and everything else, you know, and it just doesn't stop there because then, the, then you're going to have a complete nation of fascist Trump supporters who are going to then turn on the ones that are in the trailer parks. Exactly. And then start going after them and start eating themselves. Exactly. Because they always have to have an enemy to fight against. Because that's how you unite people in your base. Is you start a war, pretend or real, so that they'll get behind you no matter what. Yeah. 
because they think that they're doing the right thing because you've told them they're doing the right thing, even though you've blinded them to the fact that you're actually the evil. And how do we fix this shit? I mean, you know, that's the fucking thing. I mean, this is like half the fucking country. We've got to do something about this. Yeah, no, the numbers are sad. So disappointing. Yeah. But I read and I I don't I'm I don't have a link to give you, but I read a great write up uh, that said yeah, it would have been nice to have all the MAGA idiots realize how fucked up Trump is and throw down their hats and vote blue. But that won't happen until it's too late because they can't see the atrocities that are coming because they haven't been able to open their eyes to everything fully now. So in order for them to turn the tide and say, oh, you know what, maybe not, he has to cross the line. But he has set the line so far away, people won't see it until it's way, way too late to recover from it. Yeah. You know, and so that's why still almost half of America wanted to vote for Trump because they don't see it the way that everybody else does. He set the bar so low that during a presidential debate, if he literally took his pants off and shit in the middle of the debate stage, the media would have been like, well, we expected him to take three shits and they only took one. So is this a shift in the president's tone? Yeah. Or they would have tried to interview the fucking shit on the stage or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't have solutions for how to end it except for let's go back in time and kill Trump. But, you know. But I feel... Or the fact that he is... Um, I mean, in Supernatural canon, Trump is a um, Leviathan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Saying, like, yeah. that would explain so much if he was... At, you know? Well, I'm hoping that by spreading the word of Donald P. Tice, then maybe I can yes. change a mind or two because this was one of them. You know, he was a far right winger, Mm -hmm. angry white man, and he still got the coronavirus and he still died. And like, hey, let this be a lesson. Take the coronavirus seriously. You know, listen to the left when they are talking about how dangerous this is. No, don't listen to the left. Listen to the fucking scientists who have the facts of the story. Yeah. Don't even make it political. This is not a political fucking issue. But it's political to them. This is a them. health issue. This is a, the world is falling to fucking pieces about to, I mean, it's literally burning in places. Places are flooding. Places yeah. are getting hands and being destroyed. We are, you ever thought that there was an end days? This is it. We're living in it because yeah. Trump, not Obama, like everybody thought, because of Trump. This isn't about politics. This is about humans. Yeah. This is about survival. Yeah. But nobody wants to fucking listen. Yeah. Sorry. Come, it's okay. come, come back, come back for bunny verses. Okay. Okay. Cause that's, that's the more appropriate section of the show. <laughs> well, well, I wanted to spend all of act one, just talking about Donald P. Tice. So yeah, so I had other cute little stories, but I just wanted okay. to focus on this guy. I, well, just I mean, wanted, and then uh, the politician that won after he died. Hey, we'll be talking about that oh, uh, next okay. week. Okay. Next week. <laughs> so, so that's it for the story of Donald P. Tice. I'm hoping to turn this angry 
uh, right-wing guy into a lesson for other angry right-wing guys that, hey, take this seriously because the coronavirus isn't just attacking people on the left, you know? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully by looking at the life of Donald P. Tice from North Pole, Alaska, maybe some people will be able to change their tune. Hopefully. Uh, And cut on that. And cut on that. I think that's a good cut right there.